1: Hello and welcome to Not Without My
3: Sister. Today, we are going to talk about a topic close to our heart, which we are experts having dated recently, in Rosemary's case, relatively recently during the pandemic. And in my case, a long, long, long time ago in the annals of history. Why do we have to start off on such a (laughs) bum note? (laughs) It's for mom and dad, it's for mom and dad's benefit. (laughs) So I was reading this article recently on image.com. Actually, I wasn't. I was reading it on Instagram. Um, Link in bio, which I always hate. And then the cookies popped up. And I was like, oh, God. Anyway, first date deal breakers, the seven absolute worst things to do on a first date. And I thought to myself, what could these be? Because I'm sure I have some opinions of my own. And I'm sure you have some opinions of your own. No. So I thought I would go through this list and see... Well, actually, I didn't even think I'd go through this list because I didn't think they were that bad, like rudeness to staff, grand, talking about your ex, a given, ordering a neurotically healthy meal. I thought this was a bit judgmental. What does neurotically healthy mean? It says, there's nothing worse than meeting up with someone on a crazy health kick who will only order water and plain chicken breast. It immediately makes them seem so boring and unadventurous. I mean, on a first date, I kind of get it, but I also feel like if you are on a like a super restrictive diet like you're doing a bodybuilding thing just go for a drink on a first date have a nice clear liquid low cal high alcohol just also like don't worry about what somebody else is eating if they're a great crack I don't know I do find that like it's because I worry that they're judging me you know what I mean because I'm self-conscious about my weight and my size and what I'm eating and what people are thinking about what I'm eating because I'm self-conscious about what I'm eating and what I look like and what people are thinking about me looking the way I look and eating in front of them. um, Yeah, like I know it's totally my problem, but but, but like even if I meet friends for lunch and we go somewhere and I'm like, oh great, we're going to go to Avoca and we're going to get this and then we're going to share a dessert or I'm going to get it. Well, I mean, share. I'm going to get a dessert and you're going to get a dessert. And then we meet up and they're like, I'm just getting a salad and no dessert. I'm real disappointed. And like, it doesn't, like, why does it matter? I can eat what I want, but I do feel judged, even if I'm not being judged. I I don't actually feel that like that about food. I just, whatever, do your thing. But I always feel real paranoid because I've eaten my food in about two seconds. Are you a particularly fast eater? I, mean, I do think I've faster, ever noticed that. Faster than a lot of other people. It's more than like, I'll eat and then, you know, they'll chat and I'll listen because I'm a really good listener. And then like, while, while eating, I, while I'm listening, I'll have been eating. Yeah. Because I'm such a good listener, then I've no food left. I just can't imagine a scenario in which you'll go on a date with somebody who's going to talk more than you will. Like, I feel like we're both good talkers. We would talk an equal amount. You're acting like you're there silently eating while this person chatting the head off you. I am practicing my active listening. Think about what it's called. <laughs> is it just active because your mouth is chewing while you're listening? It's active because I'm actively listening instead of just chewing and thinking about my food. Okay, so, I mean, I wouldn't be exactly like, wow, this this guy is a barrel of laughs. But I also wouldn't be dismissing this person straight out if they're eating a chicken breast. It says it very dismissively here. It says, though, like, uh, a plain chicken breast and glass of tap water. It's just very judgmental. Doesn't scream, I'm going to romance you, baby, does it? It is very judgmental. But I also, if I went on a date with somebody to a restaurant and they ordered... Plain chicken and a glass of water. I'd be like, "Why are we in a restaurant? Why didn't we just do something else?" Why that's didn't we go I, for Coffee. That's I agree. Well, no, Rosemary, I, I don't know why everything you're talking about has exact. You're like, if you're if you're working out and you're trying to get really fit, let's go for a drink. No, Rosemary, no, you're I said a bad coffee. influence. You I first said of coffee, all, you, black prior coffee prior to that. You and said, "I changed it, my mind." I said, "Coffee's a bad time. influence on somebody trying to work out." Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a saboteur, you, as Mary from Weight Watchers used to say. Precisely. But why don't you go to the cinema or go for a walk? Or you can't go to the cinema on a first date. And yes, you can. No, you can't. You can't talk. Yes, cinema's First date. No, you can admire the good. Looks, the, you can listen. You can judge when they laugh, when they don't laugh. What bits they enjoy when they sneak oh, their no, hand it's so, across your. Oh, it's so awkward, and you oh, like just, accidentally brush elbows, and then you're trying oh. to share popcorn. Hey, popcorn! No, there's no popcorn. This person's eating a chicken breast. They've got. They're you years ago. They've got protein balls in their bag. <laughs> then they sneak their hands across the back of your clothes. Suddenly, you realize there are protein smears across the back of your white top. Protein smears. I've never heard anything <laughs> more disgusting. <laughs> Nobody puts their hand around your shoulder in the cinema. Yes, they the do. Those hand goes on the lap, Beatrice. Everybody, one hand on the Next lap. Next time we go to the cinema, I'm going to try and sneak my <laughs> arm. I bet I wouldn't even watch it between the chair and your head. There's no way. Rosemary, in the olden days, those chairs weren't so high. They had in lower the backs. In the olden days, please, please. <laughs> anyway, I actually, in general, think for a first date, food is not the best idea. Oh, I would go for coffee or a drink. It's lower stakes. And also, because if you go for a meal, you're stuck for the whole meal. Whereas if you go for a coffee, you can be like, okay, well, you know, you're having a shit time. Why can't you, why can you abandon a coffee and not a meal? I'm saying you can drink the coffee quickly and be like, that was nice. And then you're finished. A meal takes way longer than a coffee. I've just told you that I can eat the meal really quickly. Yeah, but you can also drink a tea in 10 seconds flat. So that would be quicker. (laughs) I can mom goes did I not give you a tea just now and I said I've, dr- I've drunk have it like it's gone she goes oh because by I've, the time she'd potted around the kitchen my tea was yeah I've up. honestly never seen someone drink teas like I'm literally waiting for mine to cool down enough so I can start sipping at it and you've got the whole thing gone I did think you know before I went to the doctor this week and got diagnosed with strep I was wondering if I had actually scalded the inside of my throat with my coffee and tea I wouldn't be surprised yeah I wouldn't either <laughs> okay Being on your phone, this one we have already know doesn't bother you, but this person says, I could not get over the rudeness of this one date in the space of 1.5 hours. That's 90 minutes, Rosemary. She took two phone calls. Thank you for explaining that to me. (laughs) Posted a selfie of herself on Instagram and then I even caught her swiping through Tinder when I came back from the bathroom. That to me is weird. That's hilarious. But that's the weird part. That's like when I was on a work trip and my boss came back. Uh, We were all sitting at the bar like having dinner and my boss went over to the bathroom, came back and she goes... Can't believe your one beside you is on LinkedIn looking at jobs. Oh, you're one who worked with you? (laughs) I was like, it's just not very subtle. Why would you be? I mean, maybe she was trying to get rid of your man with the Tinder. Yeah, I mean, I know people, who do I know now who's been on a date and while they were on a date, the person they were on the date with who they had met on Tinder unmatched them while they were in the bathroom. What? Yeah, yeah. So like by the time they left the date, they were like, oh, I was unmatched during that date. (laughs) that's harsh that's mercenary but like you wouldn't want to come out of the bathroom actually I'd want to come out of the bathroom and go fuck you nowadays actually another friend of mine was what was it she she was on a date with a guy she went to the bathroom and she left her phone on the table and when she came back the person next to her was like he was looking through your phone and he'd seen her putting in her code or whatever and while she was in the bathroom started going through her phone psychotic behaviour well, Julie and I went on dates once, like around the corner from each other, because we always had to have our safety protocol. And then texted each other halfway through, and we're like, "This is crap. Is yours crap?" She goes, "Yeah, mine's crap." So we immediately swiped through and found other people to meet up with. In half an hour later, and then met them, like made our excuses, and then went off and met them. That's what you do, Rosemary. You gotta make the most of your time. That's why I'm a quick eater because you, moving you two were obviously meal. like, "Well, we're listen, we're dressed and we have our makeup on. We're not wasting this." Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, arriving drunk. No, hang on. Can I actually just get back to being on your phone? Oh, yeah. I do think that's a hard one because sometimes, especially if you, have an, like, if you have a watch where you can see, I think sometimes you're like, oh, shit, did I get an important message? But then I suppose if you're on a date, how important is a message that you couldn't take a break from your phone for two hours? So maybe I do think don't look at your phone while you're on a date. I don't know. I have four children and my phone is constantly on because one of them has allergic reactions to things. Yeah, but I do think I think if you've kids like if you're an emergency contact if you're somebody's emergency contact while they're pregnant. I was thinking about this yesterday while I was on the loo. I was thinking about how when you were my emergency contact when I was pregnant and you literally never fucking answered your phone. <laughs> what? No, do you remember there was a couple of weeks where I'd call you and then be like, "Lucky, I'm not going into labor." Well, I knew you weren't going into labor when you went into labor. Did I answer your phone? Were the, you were the, Yeah, but that's cuz I was induced, so it didn't count. It Absolutely counted I had my phone Pressed to my eyeball Like this Because you were in the hospital room Ignoring la- me No I was entertaining you At that <laughs> you point You were yeah You were just being A barrel of nerves Peeing into that oh, Massive okay. big Okay of Disgusting <laughs> Okay next Turning up drunk oh, Arriving drunk Dates can be nerve wracking Blah 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 Often people need a bit of Dutch Courage Not anymore Not anymore Not today's generation This is all well and good But arriving totally smashed Having down three shots Of Sambuca and two G&Ts But also like Having down three shots of Sambuca, like, sorry, who are you? Who would drink Sambuca and then gin? That's a really weird combo. Yeah, but just like, that's, okay. The guy arrived 20 minutes late, was so drunk, I could hardly understand what he was saying at first. In 15 minutes, he'd fallen off the bar stool and run to the bathroom to get sick. Well, this is a perfect plug for my other podcast, Meet Cute, where last week's guest was a woman named Stephanie Bonner, who talked to me about the worst date she was ever on. And the guy turned up drunk and she said she basically went into the bar he was already drunk and they went up to the bar to order a drink and he said oh I'll have this or whatever oh no no he said to her will we do a shot and she was like oh okay sure you know kind of like I may as well catch up and then he when they ordered the shot he pointed at her and was like she'll get it <laughs> and she paid for them it went oh. further downhill from there well, did she stay beyond that yeah because yeah yeah shots would actually be your dream because they're the quickest thing to drink be my dream well you said like you want to have a coffee because it's quick quicker than a meal you should do shots because they're quicker than oh no I snort can't she snorts cocaine snort cocaine me because it's super quick go, and then you could decide is this a good date or a bad date you could leave to any potential <laughs> podcast sponsors she's joking <laughs> I can't do shots ever since I drank those 12 baby Guinness shots on the night of my Debs <laughs> Don't do shots anymore. That just brings back too many bad memories of Ellen holding my hair back as I puked. Do you know, I can't drink. What's that? What's that one that has the, like, licorice You know, Is it not Sambuca? Sambuca. No, Sambuca. No, it's not Sambuca. I think it is Sambuca. No, it's not. Amaretto. That's almond. Amaretto. Amaretto. How you swing from one stage of on. being to the other there? You know what I actually like? Frangelico. That's nice. Licorice. You know do you Alcohol. know what's the most truly revolting drink I've ever drunk in my entire life? It tastes like earthy knickers, if that's possible. Absinthe. Oh, absinthe. That's it. That's it. Absinthe. No, no. Absinthe doesn't taste like licorice. Zambuca tastes like licorice. Well, is absinthe is the one that I can't drink. Absinthe is also gross. What's the one that tastes like earthy knickers? Fernet Branca. What the hell is that? It's... What? Say A- it again. A- Fernet Branca. I read this book called Fernet Branca, which was hilarious, right? Something right. Something like in honour of Fernet Branca. Hilarious kind of humorous satire when I was living in Italy so it was the most hilarious thing became obsessed Of course drinking. you read humorous satire when you lived in Italy you were oh. such a snob <laughs> I resent the implication that I no longer am Oh fair Anyway then became obsessed with testing out this Fernet Branca and decided one late 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 middle of the night jaunt down to the beach in Taramina with Julie and two random strangers we were like let's get some of that Fernet Branca from behind the bar because it's one of those bottles like that's always gathering dust in an Italian bar. I think they have it. I think they have it here as well. Anyway, took massive like slugs of it. Honestly, nearly just vommed all over the place. The truly most horrendous drink. The book was still brilliant. But anyway, I mean, I would agree. Don't, don't turn up drunk books. Also, the problem with being like turning up drunk is that people always think they're not drunk and that you can't notice. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Right. Yeah. We've, so, we've all been. There. I'm not. I'm, what do you mean not drunk? Do that again? That was really good. You could be an actor. Do it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, being too touchy-feely, back to the cinema. Don't get too handsy. If there's any chance your date might not enjoy it. Now, I think this is more about, like, your man, uh, Lake Wobegon Days, who was cancelled for touching somebody on the small of their back. Who? Under their top. Was it Garrison Keillor? I should, I could. You might. Lake Wobegon Days, What's the, what? what? It's that TV show, a radio show from years ago. I anyway, know you might have to cancel, you might have to edit this out because I could have all my information wrong, it's possible. <laughs> but... Anyway, an individual, a celebrity individual interviewer guy like was, you know, he was cancelled there a couple of years ago during the whole beginning of Me Too. No man has ever been cancelled. Louis C.K.'s back in. Well, no, this guy was alleged. Like he lost his job and everything because one of his co-presenters said that he had, you know, awkwardly in an attempt to like usher her through a room or like just, you know, in a friendly minute, like supposedly friendly manner had. Slipped his hand under the back of her top And like patted her on the small of her back Now not necessarily the greatest infringement But certainly weird and incredibly not appropriate. creepy right? yes. Not appropriate. Not appropriate I would also like to just suggest Could we stop touching people in that way? Because I feel like any time in my life That I've gone to a packed bar Some man has come around And like snaked his hand around my waist To move me out of the way Or to get past me And they just don't do it to other men I'm like if you don't need to do it to men You don't need to do it to women I love it it's incredibly annoying. I just don't want to be touched by strangers. Love being Sorry. By strangers. <sighs> I thought you were saying I love it to my suggestion. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> I don't. I just, you know, post-pandemic, I'm I'm aching for you're a bit touched, of are you're, you're the opposite of touched out. No, I'm only joking. No, no, no. I hate it. Actually hate it, of course. Yeah, sure. You hate being touched at the best of times. Yeah, I do, even by people I love hate <laughs> it. And I mean, hate not so and no, but it's so it's the patronizing pat. I know, the, pa- the pat patronizing mm-hmm. touch. Sure, um, A friend of mine was, she was traveling through Italy with her boyfriend and, you know, lots of people kind of doing that, like the bar touch, the pat Mm -hmm. on, and at some point she was standing up at the bar with him, they were having a morning cup of coffee and somebody came along and grabbed her arse, right? In the morning? Uh, And the boyfriend whips around to tell them to back off, it was the policeman. (sighs) I can't even make it up. Oh, sorry, it was the, poli- the policeman being a perv. Like, yes. I thought you meant it was the policeman because she had a stolen good in her no. Back pocket. Oh, no, it was the policeman sake. being a perv. Like, that's the whole, that's the entire <laughs> problem right there. I do actually think, though, on a date, sometimes you kind of need to get a bit touchy-feely because you're trying to feel the other person out. Like, I don't mean that literally, but you're trying to see, like, is this reciprocated? But there is definitely a line. like, there's, like, the slight hand on the leg or, like, nudging somebody with your elbow to see, like, are they oh, moving dad. their hand? Are no, they but I'm on You know what I mean? What about my like friendly tap on the shoulder that I do all the time? I'm like, ah, do you know what I mean? Like, you look like you're clawing. You look no, like you're a no. Cat clawing I do someone. it to you the whole time and you love it. You know, you know you know, halfway through the evening, you always say, Don't touch my arm again. <laughs> but I can't help it. It's just like a familiar agwan. Like, you know, it's like, oh, do you love that joke? Do you love that? Did you think that was oh, funny? Agwan, ah, do, you know, do you love that? You know, as I get more and more animated, you get more punches on the shoulder and you love it. That's a problem, honestly, because that overeager punchiness it, relegates me straight to the friend zone I mean or to the not friend zone but it's real like it does it relegates me straight to this one's my mate the loser zone yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like you know what I mean though sometimes you do feel like you want to see you know if I touch their arm are they going to touch my arm back or you know if I no I don't and if somebody touched me on the leg I'd be like what a creep on a date no you wouldn't yes I would on a first date this is a first date on a please on a first date what all you do is shake hands I wouldn't even shake hands. I'd stand <laughs> far away and I'd say hello, nice to meet you. We'd nod. No, I mean when, like towards the end of the date. You're yeah saying- he'd be nursing his bruised shoulder. I didn't know what you were gonna say there. Do you remember that guy asked me to breastfeed him? No, I don't really. I don't think it was this Brandon. I don't know. Was, was this no, Atlas? No. I don't think you've ever told me this. <laughs> it was this guy I met through a work thing who was married, and we became friendly. And, and honestly, there was nothing. There was no flirtation between us. I didn't think. And then one night we were just chatting. I think it was on like Messenger or something. We were chatting one night, and he said something like, "Can I ask you something?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, um "Would you breastfeed me?" And I was like, "Excuse me." And he was like, "It's always been a fantasy of mine." And I was Excuse like, "Excuse me." Does he understand how breast milk works? I know. Also, my, this is what I said. Sorry, you're telling me there was nothing flirtatious, but but you were messaging on Messenger late at night one night, and he was married. Would you be comfortable if Brandon was off? Now, and obviously not asking for a breastfeed, but if Brandon was off texting somebody all night on Messenger, like no, probably joking not, and laughing. Were you lurking and laughing? Joking and oh, laughing. What sake. the <laughs> hell? You, your <laughs> mind is in the gutter. Just seeing so you know. it, it really is. Yeah, look. In hindsight, not great. At the time, I did think it was... Because I was like, he was married and he had told me he was married and there was nothing... That's back in the day when you were like, I believe in platonic friendship. I believe married men and women can be friends. I believe in the goodness of men, not anymore. And women. Whatever. I still believe in the goodness of women. Women are perfect. mm -hmm. Men, no. Anyway. And he asked me if I'd breastfeed him. I was like, what do you mean? Like, do you mean like... Like, but I was like, but I don't have any milk, and he was like, no, no, no I just want to like. Oh, I, can't I don't even think I said in like, like no, I don't that. think I said I haven't got any milk. I think I was like, uh, we, uh, that wouldn't work. Sorry, Stop. the answer needs to Let be me finish the full no thanks story. Story. goodbye. Well, no thanks, but I was I can't also like, what went do you mean? Through, can't anyway, we went through the logistics. Can I? Actually, that's not good. Excuse me. Can I finish? It's not going to work because I don't have a maternity bra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually since discovered I can just pop my boob out of anything. It doesn't need to be a maternity bra. I don't know why I bought so many of them. Anyway. And he said, "No, no, I just want to. I just want to lie on the couch, uh, suckling and watching TV, just like Atlas now." i mean, quite honestly like, don't we all? But you know what I mean. <laughs> sorry, like you're an adult, you can't do that. Oh yeah, sorry. Except, and then I said, "Except with somebody that you. How much was he going to pay you? Except with somebody that you can pay to do that. I didn't even think in the about the privacy that. of their own. But I did ask him, why wouldn't you ask your wife? And he oh. said, because she would think I was weird." That was the most offensive part of the whole well, thing. It's not offensive. Maybe you just you just come across as really, really open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Beatrice. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You're, you're laughing you. way too much at this <laughs> terrible joke. I can't believe, wait till I go upstairs and tell mom and dad somebody asked you to breastfeed them <laughs> They're just going to be like, you know, they come here, they, they go from house to house and they're just increasingly horrified with bits of news that we give them. Oh, it's actually gas. Thank you. Next. Okay, well, this one's obvious, like, come on, not making an effort with appearance slash personal hygiene. Turning up with greasy hair, bad breath, stained clothes. Or a general aura of "I am bothered." That's what it says here. Then prepared to not get it. I am bothered, or am I bothered? Oh, am I bothered? Oh yes, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Okay. I remember arranging to meet a very... Nor- I thought some of these references were a bit odd, honestly. Um, to meet a very normal looking guy on Bumble, only to find a man who looked like the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang after a few all-nighters. Like, what oh, age is this person? I don't even know. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? That's 31. Such- 31. That's an obscure yeah. kind of reference. Yeah. I mean, not obscure, but multiple, multiple weird food reference. stains on his shirt and his breath was so bad it was almost visible. I mean, like... Yeah, I think we've all actually been there. I went on a couple of dates with a really nice guy who was very cute, really smart, Lived in a really small apartment where I think his washer dryer was all one and he had no access to a line or anything. And this is important because he always smelled of, you know, like musty clothes that have stayed damp for too long. That kind of old water smell. Do you know Excuse what me? I mean? If you were willing to breastfeed one of your friends. Why I wasn't. You? I said no why, to the breastfeeding. Why would you not offer to let this person come over and wash and dry his clothes I, in your I, house? I would happily have let him. But we went on a couple of dates and I think after about, I think on about date three, I said, have you ever noticed that your clothes smell a little bit like... I was like I think maybe you need to like put them because he had a drying rack we obviously didn't reuse really I, I was like I think you need to air your clothes a bit more and I was quite nice about it but I was and, and he went oh god that's a terrible smell do they really? and I was like yeah and he was like oh god I didn't even notice but then they still smell the next time he just needed um, some, some fabric yeah. some yeah. fabric what are they called? like those things that you throw in the washer bounce sheets yeah yeah I think that the problem is though in Ireland a lot of people have washer dryers and I just don't think the dryers are that good when they're like they have to be the separate dryers to be the truly powerful ones do you I mean? Things just don't get fully dry. Don't get fully dry in the dryer either. I need a line, which I'm not allowed to have here, allegedly. Oh, you're totally allowed. No, I mean, I'd be allowed here. You're not allowed in every HOA. Oh, no, no, no. You're not allowed in our HOA. Are you not? No, no. We're also not allowed to have a shed. We're oh. not allowed to have any beaked animals. What? I'd like some chickens. We're not allowed to have chickens. Why? I don't know. It's in the HOA rules. Okay, case they run amok? I presume because of the noise. We're not allowed That's to have an overground pool, but we are allowed to have an underground pool, but you are allowed to have a hot tub. So you that just an, makes me think it's a snobbery thing. You mean an inbuilt, an in yeah, ground pool? Yeah, sorry, an in ground. Yeah, yeah, sorry, an mean, in-, in ground pool. Underground could be great. Could you have chicken, chickens? Could you have chicken for dinner? Could you have chickens in your house? Just uh, you keep them in the garage. Your house would smell lovely. Probably if nobody knew about them, but they'd need some light. I mean, that'd be mean. I'd like, I just want to have chickens roaming around the garden. Oh, but can they, they fly? Pluck. Uh, then yeah, but they don't really seem to fly away, do they? People have chickens; I think they, they have don't them fly in, away. Like, netted runs. No, do you remember down the road from mom and dad? Those people had the chickens on the right. Remember when you walked down to the pump? Yeah, but then you'd be getting, then you'd be attracting the coyotes and the. Well, you have to put them in their little chicken coop at night and like lock mm. it up and have all mm. the chicken wire and yeah, stuff to keep no. the coyotes out. Never. Now, a friend of mine lives in Kilkenny has chickens and. They're always getting eaten by foxes and literally mm-hmm. she'll wake up and every single one is gone. I was telling that to Don the other day. He was like, I'd love to get some chickens because when you go to Rural King here, they have all the tiny Oh, they're so chickens. cute. They are so, no. so, so, so cute. And he was like, should we get some chickens? And I said, no, because they're going to end up getting eaten and then we're all going to be horrified by them. Like the It's inevitable. Or you just have to invest in like a really high end chicken coop. And even then it's not guaranteed. Yeah, they're yet. going to get eaten. And you're not even guaranteed an egg. I've seen some people on Instagram who have chickens who are like, this chicken never lays an egg. Sure, Daisy'd be chasing them around the garden if she got out. It'd be a disaster. Daisy went out there the other day. We were all admiring the turkey families waddling across the garden. So adorable. Next thing you know, Daisy gets out the back door and you just see the turkeys, the turkey chicks, about 30 of them, just scattering for their lives. And Daisy running helter-skelter. And then Don and I got Daisy, went back outside to look for the turkey chicks. And there was the turkey mother cawing distressed signals oh. about 400 feet up in the air on a branch of, of a tree. And the little chicks all lost in the forest. So luckily, anyway, later on, we saw them all trooping up back out around together and hoping nobody was lost. The poor little turkeys. I know, I wanted to give Daisy a good clattering yeah but I mean I didn't but what are your first date deal breakers I genuinely don't think I have any on a first date I'm just so concerned with do they like me it doesn't even occur to me do I like them really on a first date I mean I think that, I think like turning up like yeah don't turn up totally pie-eyed uh be clean I mean they're pretty it's a pretty low bar right this is no Jewish <laughs> matchmaking you know uh six foot two blonde blue-eyed yeah yeah a lawyer clean whatever sober yeah Uh, possibly not on your phone the whole time but the odd text message I could forgive yeah yeah
2: don't unmatch me while
3: I'm in the bathroom (laughs) responding to anaphylaxia is all right. yeah don't (laughs) unmatch me while in the bathroom maybe don't ditch me for a second date unless well I mean if you're you know if, if we're not if we're not compatible go for it don't write me a crap review in the Guardian oh, those are terrible, aren't they? The first eight ones. Yes. They're always really bad when one of them likes the other and just doesn't pick up on any of the signals and gives you the one like a four out of five, hope I see them again. And the other one's like two out of five. Yeah, but I also feel like the one who's two out of five genuinely probably didn't give off any signals. Because like very often it's like quick, you know, kiss. We had a, yes, we had a kiss, whatever. We just, there was no spark. We're not actually compatible. Like They're always kind of mean. I think or, British people are too polite though. Well there was one recently. A lot of them are foreign though. Like a lot of them are not not mm-hmm. British. A lot of there's a lot of like Americans and, you know, Europeans like um there was one recently where the girl, it was the girl about a girl about a guy and she was just so scathing. Like didn't like his clothes, didn't like this oh. thought he was funny, didn't like that. Uh thought it's, he wasn't it's very interesting. It's often so unkind. Yeah, that was just really on yeah, exactly unkind. Oh. You know, didn't like his manners, thought his choice of food Ran out of conversation. He had nothing to say. Would you introduce him to his friends? No, they wouldn't find him interesting. Like, it was just unnecessary, mean. as I say to my kids. You know what I would say as well? After a first date, if you get the brush off, you know, sometimes after a first date, you're like, you know what? It was really nice to meet you. I don't think there's any chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Just go, okay, it was really nice to meet you too. Because I've had several occasions where people have been like, I think that's a bit unfair. I think that's a snap judgment. I don't think you can tell after one day, but whatever. I also went on a date with a guy one day who was wearing an MMA hoodie and didn't know where Bewley's was. Both of which felt like deal breakers to me. Because <laughs> I was like, I'll meet you at Bewley's, And he was like, where? He's only from Waterford. Oh, Bewley's on Grafton Street. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to dinner to one of these restaurants where you go up and you order your own food. So I went up and ordered and then she was like, oh, it's 11.50 or whatever. So I just paid and he got really annoyed. Oh, I've got one. Don't tell the person that you're with that they look like, don't tell them how they compare to their online photo. Oh, they used to, oh, oh, you're, oh you look much better than your picture. And I would never be sure if that was a compliment yeah, or not. I got a lot of, you look thinner in your picture. That was foreign men. Yeah, you look much thinner in your picture. An Irishman would never say that. Uh, I bet you people said they did hear mm-hmm. that now. Like, and... and Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought you had straight hair from your picture. That was always a big one. And then one guy oh, said, yeah. "Oh, your hair is much shorter than I thought." I really only date girls with um, like bum length hair, waist length hair. And I was like, "What?" But you know what? Instead of going goodbye, I was like, I "Wish my hair was waist length." I know. And also, you're like maybe my personality will win them over. Like instead, yeah, instead of being like you're obviously a weirdo, yeah, who only dates mermaids. Like bye, <laughs> see you later. Like so weird. What else did I um used to get? Oh, sorry, on the hair. Do you ever wear your hair straight? That's what I used to get a lot on dates. And like at the time, I'd be like, oh no, not really. It takes a lot of time to straighten it now. I'm like, get fucked. <laughs> it takes a lot of time to curl it, according to you. It took me a lot of time this morning. It still looks shit. It looks lovely. Oh, it does it. Thanks. Yeah, it looks lovely. Thanks. Um no, I thought that the night when you're like, oh, I need to wash my hair, but it's like it's only it's it's 7:30 already, and I I wouldn't be in bed before midnight. Oh god, no. it's because I have to dry it up. Yeah. Um on the talking about your ex thing, I actually think it's kind of like, I think on a first date, especially if you meet online, I would often be like, oh, tell me about some of the other dates you've gone on or like, you know, how, how long have you been on online dating? So I think if your ex comes up, fine. But I think for at least the first three months of dating someone, don't bitch about your ex. Because I always think that's a big red flag if someone's like, oh, my ex was a psycho, my no. ex was a bitch, blah, blah, blah. No, sorry. If you're going to bitch about your ex eventually, bitch about it on date one so I know you're a psycho. Thanks. Oh. I don't need you to hide that psychosis from me for three months. I need you to tell me straight up. <sighs> That's a good up. point. Yeah. I would say it's like a job interview. Don't bad mouth. Like, there are two sides to every story, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, unless, you know, this is an extreme case. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about only two episodes ago, you were like, there aren't two sides to the story. There are facts. Yeah. What I mean is like, <laughs> you're going to say he was mean to me and we broke up for this reason. Like nobody actually cares. You know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. So you broke up. You weren't compatible. Are you happy now Are you happier If if you're still not happier That you broke up Like then you probably Shouldn't be on this date In the first place Yeah that's true And what do you think about Because when I went on My first date After I'd got out of My five year relationship Or my long relationship In the book His name is Scott I have a book This is not This is not about you I suddenly forgot the name Of my book <laughs> Anyway, the first so startled the first guy I dated after him, I remember him being like, "Oh, you know, when did you and your ex break up?" and I was like, "Oh, a few weeks ago, and it was literally two weeks ago, but that's okay, like you have to lie about that, right? I mean, ideally, I wouldn't have started dating someone that quickly, but if you are dating someone super quickly, you do lie right sorry no, no, you why, why? do you need to die and sorry, sorry. what do you die? Why do you what? need to lie, what do you mean ideally, I presume you signed up yourself on this Thing and went out on this date Oh yeah sorry But I'm saying in hindsight I shouldn't have gone out with some Like I shouldn't Because I was definitely On the rebound I was feeling very low I was convinced that I would never meet anybody again who would like me. I was convinced that it was too late for me to meet somebody who would fall in love with me, that I would never have kids, I'd never have a family. And I think my standards were a little bit lower than they would usually be. And I was not keeping my eye out for red flags because I was too worried that I would never find anybody who likes me. Why are you looking so disturbed? That was a really deep answer to like, I was just like, why not? <laughs> yeah, well, you shouldn't ask a question if you don't want the answer. Clearly. All right, Uh no, I just, but like, listen, lots of relationships are rebound relationships and they're the best. Like, you know what I mean? There's well, This one wasn't. Okay, okay, okay. So there. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> what other like immediate red flags am I thinking? Oh, boat shoes. You know those, if they were wearing deck shoes or boat shoes, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> I mean, I know that's a bit of a retro reference. I don't think people really wear them anymore. Or Yeezys. Seriously, somebody who wears Yeezys, not only did they spend like $300, 300 euro on them, they queued up to get them. That's not the kind of person I want to be with. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about his problematic behaviour. That too. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I don't know, I can't think. I mean, I'm sure if I were to go back in time and go, re-go on one of these dates, I could tell you, oh, these were 72 red flags that I blissfully ignored. But uh, What about a goatee? That's fine. Didn't Leonardo DiCaprio have a goatee at one point? Yeah, and it looked terrible. Well, I was about to say he's not exactly a great dating icon to hold no, up there. Absolutely not. <laughs> Cradle robber, Leonardo DiCaprio. Cradle visitor, I would call him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cradle borrower. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gross. Okay. Well, I also have another red flag for you. Dated any of your friends? That's a red flag for you. That's a red flag. For most people. I'm going to put this on our Instagram. Would you ever date someone who Dude. has a date? Yeah, I will. I'm going to put it on our Instagram right now and we'll it's, see what the people think and they're going to agree with me. It's not a competition, Rosie. It is and I'm going to win. Okay, fine. But you know, I'm entitled to my opinion. I just have an opinion. It's just different from yours. Sorry about that. You're very controlling Yeah, today. but this is a bit like Beatrice, the two sides to every story. You can have an opinion, but in this case, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. You can get us on Patreon and on this week's Patreon I'm interviewing Beatrice about the process of being let go what she's been doing since and maybe if she's willing to talk about it what she's going to be doing next that's on patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister where for $5 a month you can get an extra bonus episode each and every Friday and you help support us keep the lights on in podcast HQ and keep us bedecked head to toe in Louis Vuitton as we are today you just have to imagine sorry I think you mean head to toe in matching target necklaces I arrived over at my sister's house the other day and what do I see there she is Morphing into me Single white female Beatrice was wearing This lovely Multicoloured beaded necklace A few weeks ago And I thought to myself That's very nice And very cool Beatrice always has Lovely necklaces hmm. And then I saw What I thought was A similar necklace hmm. On Target A week or so later And I went Oh my god I'm going to get that necklace Kind of forgetting That we see each other so often And that like You would immediately see this And that anyway, you couldn't hide it from me It turns out It was the exact same necklace I am that loser I will always be that loser No it's not a loser as me, It's adorable Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Mom told me this last night while I was raging and ranting about you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Sound and original music by Don Kirkland and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Didn't you think she even cares? She was busy denying that she even makes ever made coffee cake before in her life. And then Dad started going, "Can't make it anyway, Claire. You've no walnuts." And I go, "She didn't used to put walnuts in it." Yes, she did. She did yeah? No, she didn't. Sometimes she did. Later in life, she oh. did. She just put them on the top on the ice. Yes, I said she only put it on the top. No, in the cake. Oh no! Not I in the said cake. no. No, it was a sponge cake with just a tiny bit of yeah. coffee in it. I said if there were walnuts, they went on the top. If there were no walnuts, the coffee cake was made regardless. No, no, I never made it, Beatrice. You are imagining things. I am like, everybody is cracked. And then I texted you and you confirmed my story and I was happy again. All was well. Good.
1: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing.
2: So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at ByHeart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm.